We are joined on the line by Dave Reardon, Honolulu sports columnist. How are you doing today, Dave? Well, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm uh, enjoying uh, some time out here at a golf course. Unfortunately, I'm not playing. I am, uh, but I'm covering a tournament here. Okay. Well, there's there's worse worse things to do, I guess, work wise <laughs> than that. Um, I got the, the first question before we well, really get way, in. I should mention that uh, Hale Irwin is playing in this tournament. Oh wow! This is the uh, Pacific Wings Hawaii uh, uh, Championships, and it's the uh, the veteran guys. Very cool, very cool. Before we get into the, the before we get into the talking about the Colorado Hawaii game, I got to get one thing straight here. I know they dropped the Rainbow in Rainbow Warriors in their nickname back in 2000, but apparently they're they're using that again. No, it's, it's, it's Rainbow Warriors again. It is. When, when did that happen? Yeah. Uh, that happened last year. Okay. With this uh, Rainbow Warriors football team, they, they look like a scrappier team to me, especially defensively than the Hawaii team that won just one game last year. They've already gone toe-to-toe with Washington and Oregon State. What's, what's different about this year's Hawaii team? Well, you got a new defensive coordinator, in, um, Kevin Clune, and he was the linebackers coach at Utah State for uh, five, six years, and um, he did a great job there. Uh, you know, so uh, Senate, in fact, uh, Senate, uh, at least one guy, uh, Morgan, I believe, with the with the Seahawks okay. linebacker. You know, so that was one of his guys, and he was part of that uh, genesis of the defense really uh, improving a lot at uh, Utah State and so he's, he's the new defensive coordinator and I think he's injected a lot of uh, new schemes and enthusiasm and and uh, the players are just you know you're, you had a transition two years ago and a lot of times when that happens you're going to have a lot of new new young players and they've, they've gotten a couple of years stronger and a couple of years faster and a couple of years smarter. The Rainbow Warriors are without Joey Iosefa, their their top running back and seemingly their best skill player. Is this a Hawaii offense that that is probably going to struggle without without him in in his absence? Yes, yes, uh, in a word, yes, and because um, he was their biggest weapon. Um, they're also inexperienced at quarterback. The offensive line, uh, coached by you know former CU uh, great Chris Naoli, uh, they're they've come along a little better. I mean, they did give up three sacks against Northern Iowa last week, but they uh, generated enough space for backup running back Stephen Lakalaka to, to go over 100 yards rushing. How you doing there, Dave? Uh, what the thing I wanted to know was, uh, you know, one of the things Colorado has struggled with is elusive quarterbacks over the past few years. How elusive is uh, Kaika Woosley and uh, you know? Who would you compare him to, uh, maybe for Colorado fans who don't uh, know him very well? Well, I wouldn't call him elusive as much as I would as I would call him mobile. Um, he's he's pretty he's pretty quick, you know, pretty fast, but um, you're not going to see a whole lot of a lot of moves um, as far as when he's running the ball. Um, if anything, uh, maybe maybe a uh, a mini. A mini Tim Tebow, and I'm not saying, you know, as good as players Tim Tebow was in college. I'm just saying maybe that style. Does that make any sense? Yeah, definitely. So, the next thing you talked a little bit about Chris Naole. Um, what are the feelings around him as offensive line coach out there in his first couple seasons? You know, um, this was his first gig as a college coach, but he had um, some experience as a high school coach. And um, I think he also did go through one of the NFL uh, coaching. You know, they have programs for 
former NFL players to be interns. I think he did some of that, but mostly, you know, a lot of it, uh, his ability to get through these guys at this point has to do with his credibility as a, as a great college player, one of the greatest college players to ever come out of here, and also as a outstanding NFL guy who played 11 seasons, and and I think you know, uh, you know, put yourself in the shoes of of the uh, the guys playing for him. You know, they're they're going to listen to him because this is a guy that made it to, the, to where they want to go, and was you know fairly successful there for more than a decade. For those of you who don't remember, Chris Nyole, 1996 consensus All American with the Buffs. He was obviously a, a really great player up here in Boulder. We're talking to Honolulu. It's really interesting that when I talked to Chris the other after the game the other night. He was telling me that this is going to be his first time back to Boulder since since he uh, went to school and played there. Wow. Wow. That's quite a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along here, do, does Hawaii have any other notable playmakers on either side of the ball that we haven't talked to you about yet that uh, Colorado fans need to know about for this week's game? I think, uh, interesting enough, that the, the biggest playmaker on this team so far has been the punter, Scott Harding. And... Um, he has a very unique style where uh, rugby style. Where I mean, you see some other guys doing the rugby style, but uh, Scott Harding can do it with either foot. So he can roll left or right and kick with either foot. And he, he's very adept at waiting till the last second to get the kick off. Uh, and then um, it creates a lot of confusion and distraction for return teams. Last week, the biggest game, play of the game was a, a, one of those punts that he kicked, and it, it bounced off the leg of one of the return guys for Northern Iowa and Hawaii recovered and was able to score uh, a key field goal that in, the, in a game that was decided by three points. And it's not really a fluke because we saw him do it like three or four times last year as well. And it's very hard to get return yardage off of him because, like I said, he takes a really long time to get the ball off and he's able to kick it away from the uh, opposing return man in most cases. Dave, Colorado had a, a really long road losing streak not too long ago, so Colorado fans are, are familiar with what that feels like. And Hawaii's in the midst of a 13-game road losing streak. Obviously, the travel is tough for them, uh, the, the distance they have to travel. Uh, it does give the Rainbow Warriors an advantage against other teams when they, they travel to Honolulu and they play at home against those teams. Uh, aside from that long travel, are, are, are there any other factors that lead to Hawaii really struggling on the mainland, especially here recently? Well, yeah, altitude uh, is, is a problem sometimes. You guys might remember the Hawaii team that came in there in 2010. Yeah. That was a really good team. That team ended up winning 10 games and being co-champions of the Western Athletic Conference. Um, and that's when they were running the run and shoot. And um, and that team lost to Colorado 31-13, to I think the final score was. And uh, Hawaii was leading or was very close at halftime, maybe 13 to 10 or something like that. Um, and then Colorado just took over in the second half. And I think a lot of it had to do with the altitude. Um, even though um, Hawaii had um, stayed on the mainland after a road game at Army, and they um, kind of transitioned by spending a few days in Las Vegas, which does, is at altitude also, they tried to, do, they tried to acclimate but um, you'll, you'll get different opinions from different people about uh, the whole altitude acclimation thing, whether it's worthwhile to even try to do it. Uh, uh, if if a, a week is going to make a difference more than, like, you know, a couple days or anything like that. So, um, but, yeah, but one thing that is not debatable, I think, is that 
uh, a team coming from sea level um, is going to definitely feel it a little bit more than guys who, who live there. Uh, one of the other things that has been a big narrative this week around this game is how early the start is, especially for a team coming from the islands. Uh, do you think that's going to play any part in that home field advantage for the Buffs? Well, if it's going to be hot over there, that could hurt too because if Hawaii's defense is going to be on the field a lot. I remember a game in Reno one year where it was at altitude and it was hot because it was early in the day and it was early in the year. So I don't know what temperature is going to be like over there. And, and then again, you know, the guys from Hawaii, they are coming from a uh, tropical climate where it's been, like, very, very muggy here and everything. So the, the heat might get to them a little bit, but it would be more the altitude. Before we let you go, Dave, uh, give us your keys to this game from Hawaii's perspective and then give us a game prediction. Okay. Now, for Hawaii to have a chance to win this game, it's, it's gonna, they're going to have to dictate a, uh, what they did um, against a lesser opponent in Colorado, in Northern Iowa, and control field position. Um, Hawaii's done a fairly decent job of uh, taking care of the football. Uh, I believe they're plus one in turnovers after three games, including uh, the first two games against Pac-12 opponents like Washington and uh, Oregon State. And so Hawaii will need to take care of the ball, and um, I know Colorado had some problems in that area last week. So if Hawaii can get maybe plus two or plus three on turnovers, it might make up for some, uh, like we are talking about the altitude and, and also probably what is probably a, at least a raw talent differential and maybe depth to depth as well since Hawaii, you know, road team is only going to have 64 players. Um, so Tyler Haddon, the kicker, will have to continue to do well. He's 6-7 of seven on field goals this year. Um and Hawaii's receivers will have to hang on to the ball a little bit better, and Kaiko Woolsey, the quarterback, will have to be a little more accurate in his throws. Um, so that that would ha- those are the things that would have to happen for Hawaii to have a chance for an upset of the seven seven point underdog. Um, if Colorado plays as well as it did against Arizona State, but minus the turnovers, I think um, Colorado has a chance of winning this game very very big. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm probably not telling you, anything, telling you anything you don't know. Turnovers are often the big key uh, to football games at any level. Good stuff, Dave. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate you uh, giving us insight into the Rainbow Warriors. All right, thanks for having me. Enjoy the game.